Here on Stay at Home Nerd, we talk about everything from anime to video games to comic books and just about anything else you could think of that's nerdy. So sit back, grab your controllers, and fill out those character sheets because it's about to get nerdy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Stay at Home Nerd. I'm Pat Van Cooten, and I have here with me Daniel Stark. He is going to be joining us on this podcast journey. He is also a stay-at-home nerd, and uh, definitely. <laughs> and uh, like I said, have you just heard the the last name? He he's he's definitely a nerd with that last name. Yeah, most definitely. If I don't get a Tony joke or a Game of Thrones joke, how? What do you Stark, feel about Game of Thrones anyway? I never watched it. You've never watched it. Purposely didn't watch it. No, I, I definitely wanted to. I. It was one of those things where when I really got interested in it, it was already like four seasons deep or three seasons deep, and I said I'll just wait. That's about how it happened with me. I, I refused to watch it for the longest time. I don't even mm. remember what made me cave and actually end up watching it. Um, but... I mean, I lo- don't get me wrong. Like, so I'm all into it, right? Because like, it's all fantasy. It's all high fantasy. It's all... Of course, yeah. You know, I played Elder Scrolls games for the longest time. You know, I played role-playing games and stuff that have adventures and th- all that stupid shit. Can I swear? Of course you can swear. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, all, that st- <laughs> all that stupid shit. I just, you know, I'm totally into it. But I know that dude's still writing the book. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, or is he, the, did he just the shows it? He keeps talking whether he's going to come up with another book or not. But well, anyway, George that's not Robert Martin or whatever his name is. <laughs> and, you know, eventually we can do a Game of Thrones episode and I'll hopefully have watched some of it so I can give my opinion. All I know is that House Stark doesn't do too well. Yeah. So, you know what? But I don't want to watch it. Yeah, but. it doesn't do too well, but to be fair, no one really does all that well in that show. Well, good. <laughs> Nobody's safe then. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, on, on to a subject for the day. Uh, my last episode, uh, I mentioned about the top games from 2019. We're currently in 2020 already. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy freaking New Year. <laughs> so glad the holidays are over. Um, so I put out my favorite for January, and I thought Daniel might add in his... Uh, yeah, what did you pick? Kingdom Hearts? It was Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Of course Of course. Was. I mean, I've been waiting 12 years of it! 12 you know, years, yeah. Some, something like that. No, I can definitely see why you picked it. I mean, you have a nostalgia factor involved. Oh, in yeah. That. Like I said so before. So I need to clarify. We need to clarify some, some guidelines here. If I'm picking a game, my favorite game of January, what are my rules here? Can I pick games that came out in any region? Can they be? Uh, oh sure. I mean, can they be re-releases? Any... Can they be remasters? Yeah, remakes? Yeah, of course. Get... It, it's, if a physical copy or even if a non-physical copy. Okay, so any, really loose here. Right? Anything? Yes, anything okay. you could consider a video game that was released in January of 2019 doesn't have to be a new game. It can be a remaster. It can be a, a Japanese indie game that was developed in someone's basement by three freaking right. tryhards. You know. <laughs> Hmm. It makes it difficult because I have a couple picks. Uh, let's see. What can I narrow this down to? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Here's what we're going to do. So for January, for me. Man. It's... Can't okay. be that high. No, no, no. no. I, know, I know what it is. I know what it is. Okay. So my pick for January of 2019 is definitely 100% Tales of, Tales of Vesperia's Definitive Edition. Um, as a guy who plays way too many Japanese role-playing games, that game, when it came out on uh, PS3 and 360, um, was awesome. Just as good as the previous games in the series. Of course, in America, we only got it on the 360 because of Microsoft and their exclusive deals with Japanese publishers. But anyway, I digress. The Definitive Edition really doesn't do anything special for the game. Adds a few characters that were in the uh, Japanese PS3 version. It's playable, etc., etc. But the game itself is solid. I don't want to talk about the story or anything like that, but... 
if you like JRPGs, especially action JRPGs, and you like, if you're familiar with the Tales series, that game is 110% awesome. Probably the best Tales game of the last, like, 15 years or so, 10 years. Well, 15, yeah, I guess I could say 15 years. It's really been out that long. That, it the, came the out. Whole series. It came out. It's it's probably a little under 15 years. What is it, 2020? You're talking about the one you had me play on the PS4, No, that was Berseria. Right? Oh, that was Berseria. That was Tales of Berseria. That came out a couple of years ago. And you're 20s. talking about Tales of... Vesperia. It was Vesperia. Yeah, but, <laughs> but the Definitive Edition came out for PS4, Xbox One, and uh, PC release, if I'm correct. Um, and it's basically the same game. But like I said, there was some stuff that was exclusive to the Japanese releases on PS3 and 360. And, and But this anyway... Was, this was an English release. This was an English... Well, this was... This was the Definitive Edition, or the original, I'm sorry, the original release of the game in America in English was only on 360. Oh, okay. Um, Microsoft was doing a thing back then where they were trying to push their, the Xbox brand in Japan. Of course, that failed miraculously. Uh, it, was a, <laughs> it was a garbage truck on fire rolling really slowly down a steep San Francisco <laughs> yeah, cliff. But, that it um, was. But yeah, uh, they were doing that. They did like Infinite Undiscovery and all uh, these other games. But anyway... Vesperia is a great game whether you play the original or not, but this particular release came out in January. Of course, it was a pickup day one for me, but mm-hmm. um, I already played it on 360 years ago. But again, you know, all, all I'll say about it is if you like JRPGs, it's great. It's got English voice acting. You got Troy Baker as the main character. No, seriously? Yeah, I swear to God. Wow, and, yeah. that's great. So in, in the English, in the dubbing in these games is not corny or bad. It's actually really good. Now, of course, it's a JRPG, so it's got that really tropey, like, my friends will keep me from, you know, strong and blah, 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 and all that stupid stuff. But I mean, but it's a good game. It's a good game. It's a great action RPG. My friends are my power. You, I mean, you played Versaria, so you know the type of game it is. Versperia is literally the same concept of a game. Does the combat a... system is a little older, a little different, but it, it's it's the same thing. Does it have a crazy, awesome anime opening yes, sequence? Yes, it does. It awesome actually does. Song? And then that was back when, when, when Bandai Namco was doing the uh, intros. They used to replace all the openings on the uh, non-Japanese releases with, like, the same video, or the anime video, but then it was, like, orchestra music or something. Uh-huh. Because they thought that we didn't like, you but know, we J-pop that and J-rock <laughs> and ch- cliche anime music with uh-huh. beautiful Japanese vocalists. But anyway, but in that game, they actually kept the song, but the artist, the same artist did an English spoken version of it. And it's very good. Um is it actually good? Because yes, most yeah. of the times when I see when someone tries to do an English translation translation rather of a Japanese sung song, no, no, they, it just doesn't sound. There's right. a couple artists that sing really that have really good English. Um, I'm trying to remember the artist who did the Tales of Asperia opening. I yeah. can't remember the artist, but I, the song is very good. If you look it up on YouTube or anything, you can find it. Uh, the Japanese and the English version are the same exact song, just ones in Japanese, ones in English. The uh, translation is a little loose. It's not exactly an exact translation. It's made to yeah, make the seen. song work. But but it, it doesn't matter. It, it's great opening. It, uh, there's lots of anime cutscenes in the game, just like the other Tales games, if you're into that. So anyway, I, I should have figured this was going to become a seven-minute-long JRPG <laughs> rant. But, yeah. Oh, trust me. He can go a lot longer. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Are you kidding me? But, yeah, the Tales t- great on J- JRPGs. I personally think, overall, the Tales series is probably one of the best anime series out there, but especially since Final Fantasy... Sorry, not anime. Or JRPG series out there. Especially since kind of Final Fantasy's slipped away a little bit in the realm of uh, I, I traditional, tricked, you know. I tricked some people into thinking it was actually an anime. The, the oh yeah, sequence of Berseria. When, I, when Tales I sh- of Exilia two came out, was coming out. I shared the the opening anime video on, mm-hmm. on Facebook because I was like, oh, I love these. And uh, it was actually a Yumi Hamasaki who used to do uh, anime openings for Inuyasha and stuff. But anyway, uh, she did endings as well, I think. Anyway, uh, she. 
that song was awesome, and I, I shared the video. And my buddy's like, "Is this an anime?" I'm like, "No, it's a video game." Yeah, and, uh, so he's like, "Oh, does the game like have like anime in it?" I'm like, "Yeah, there's cutscenes." He's like, "Wow, is that, that's pretty cool." But yeah, I mean, it's a yeah, it's a big selling series. They started localizing all the games. Um, it, it's just that Vesperia is probably my favorite one of the past. Like I said, since it came out, it's been about ten or fifteen years. I forget exactly mm-hmm. when it came out originally, but um, long enough ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite Tales game, but if, if it's definitely like up there, like my top two or top three. It's, it's well, you only had a month to choose from, so as long as you can narrow it down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. No, but yeah, was, so yeah, play Vesperia. It's awesome. Hey, right. awesome yeah. game. Yeah, all right. Well, um, we're going to be back in the next episode then. We're going to be talking about our picks for February of 2019. Can't wait. Yeah, until then, uh, we're stay-at-home nerds, and we'll see you next time.